Welcome to Dante's Harmony Podcast, your ultimate source for music, mentoring, and motivation. Join me, Dante Harmon, as I host a one-of-a-kind podcast that showcases the incredible world of sacred steel music. With in-depth interviews, exclusive music, and untold history, this podcast is a must-listen for anyone passionate about music. So tune in, subscribe, and let's harmonize the world of music together. Welcome to Dante's Harmony, the podcast where music, spirit, meet to tell the stories of the souls behind the sounds. I'm your host, Dante Harmon, and today we have a very special episode that resonates with the heartbeats of history, culture, and the sheer musical brilliance. As we glide through Black history, it's only fitting that we spotlight a figure whose life and artistry are interwoven with the very fabric of this celebration. Today, we're honored to have a living legend in the studio, a man whose fingers have danced on the sacred steel strings, creating rhythms and melodies that echo the trials, triumphs, and relentless spirit of a community. Folks, I'm talking about none other than the sacred steel virtuoso himself, Calvin Cook. Yes, Calvin's journey is a testament to the resilience and innovation of the human spirit. His musical roots run deep, planted in the fertile grounds of the Jewel Dominion and the Keith Dominion churches under the pioneering vision of Mother Tate. Calvin didn't just grow up in this tradition. He's been a pillar, serving now under five administrations within the organization, each time pouring his soul into the steel, ensuring the sacred steel legacy vibrates through generations. Today, Calvin Cook isn't just here to share tunes, but to weave us through the tapestry of history, culture, and the mesmerizing stories of starting out on the steel with nothing but a guitar and a knife in his hands. Raw, uncut, unedited, we're paying homage to the giants upon whose shoulders we stand, including the great late Derek Campbell. So get ready to embark on a journey that transcends time from the from the pew benches of the early Jewel and Keith Dominion churches to the global stages where Calvin Cook has showcased the soul-stirring power of sacred steel. This episode is a tribute, a history lesson, and a celebration all rolled into one, honoring a man who embodies black history in every slide, every note, and every chord. Without further ado, let's dive into the world of Calvin Cook. 
where the steel sings stories of faith, struggle, and the unbreakable bond of community. I am here with a living legend out of Detroit. Well, I should say by way of, are you originally from Cleveland? Yeah. You're originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Right. Um, the one and only Calvin Cook, who now is in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I am so happy, Calvin, that you are live with me today. How you, you doing? How are you doing? You. Excellent. It's, it's good to see you. Same here. <laughs> I know it's a lot going on, but we're here. We'll be hanging in there, man. We're, we're hanging. Is <laughs> <laughs> it is so much going on right now, and um, man, I, I think you know all, all we can do is pray, vote, yes. um, you know, be, you know, do do some of the things that we we seen our the generation before us. Um, you guys laid the example, you know, for us. You, you I don't want to give your age, but you've been around for it's quite okay some time, and you and you looking good. Face. How how old are you? Seventy six now. Seventy six years young, everybody. Yeah. And he's looking great, and you're still here with us. And Calvin, um, you see what's going on. Tell tell me what what's going on in, in your mind. What do you think about what you're seeing? That reminds me of nineteen. 67 when mm -hmm. I first went to Detroit. Okay. Got a job at Chrysler my first day there. Wow. That night the town was burning. So they let us out early and I had to on my way home got stopped by the police. Wow. In front of the house. They said I was burning uh on no, said I was on top of a roof uh sniping and uh Deacon McKee and his wife came out. Okay. And said, this man just got here and uh, he just come from Chrysler. They put me in jail. And my uncle. Um, the first uh, night. Huh? The yeah. very first night. Wow. Yeah. 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 Then my uncle, who knew the um, uh, judge, then okay. back then it was a lot of big nicks. Okay. Uh, uh, and they had a street called Plum Street with a lot of hippies and selling different things. So they arrested a lot of them too. And um, wow. so Deacon McKee and them called my uncle. He knew the judge um, right. there in Detroit. Right. And they came and got me out. Wow. Yeah. So um, I was afraid, but one of the beatniks at that time was talking about the Lord that the, don't be afraid and the Lord works things out for us and it's just a lesson I never forgot that and I never seen him again but it was crowded in there and Deacon McKee and them came and got me out and uh, the the judge also let the rest of them out because the police couldn't prove what they put us in there for right wow so I see the same thing been going on for years and years and Nothing is really never done about it. It's the exact same right. thing. Yeah. Wow. And back then, they, and then they realized a lot of kids from the suburbs of Southfield and all those different areas outside of Detroit were in. They were helping with the fires, looting, but they put it all on the blacks. But those kids went back to the suburbs like nothing, nothing happened. But if they caught one of them, then they wouldn't report them. 
Wow. They just only reported us to right. make us, you know. So I've been seeing the same thing go over and over, over and over, and then nothing's never really done. Wow. As far as I'm concerned. It's, it's amazing to even just to hear you talk about it yeah. and to know that this, this is nothing new. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this is nothing new. And you've lived this. You've yeah. lived it. You yeah. went to jail. Yeah. Being falsely accused. They, they had uh, prostitution going on uh, in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to get the uh, uh, neighborhood people there and put them in jail. And they decided that they would post whoever they catch to embarrass them. But then right. they wind up getting all, all the several executives who come from uh, surrounding areas. They were the one who was supplying the prostitute. Very few wow. black men, but mostly white. And then when they start realizing that that's who they were catching, then they start posting it. They let it wow. go. Yeah. Wow. So I see the same <laughs> thing. Then I look there where you have a peaceful uh, protest going on. Mm-hmm. Then you got a lot of other people come from surrounding areas, create right. the crime, along with us also, mm-hmm. but they only report us and not them. But now I see they're doing it a little differently now. They're right. uh, shaming them and letting you know it's not just only us, it's a mixture. So I feel good about that. At least they're letting the world know it's not only just black people. And you see that for yourself. That's right. It's right. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Man. So much history, so much. um, uh, We're going to talk a lot about uh, different things. We we have our guitars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Let let them hear a little something, Calvin. Just tease them with a little something. (laughs) Man, I didn't got so old now till my hands getting weak. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to hang with y'all a little bit. I know I'm saying more and more. Oh man, listen. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a bunch of uh, a bunch of fans of a bunch of folks that know Calvin Cook and know what Calvin Cook is about. That's the sound. That that is the sound. Calvin, you've you've you're probably the only musician um, alive that has gone through um, probably, what, two, three, four administrations? Four chief overseers, except Mother Tap. I'm still here. Okay, there we go. Say that again. Okay. I've been playing for four generations. I mean, for uh, uh, Bishop Keith, okay. Jenkins, Elliot, and Bishop Fletcher. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how, so t- just uh, just a little bit, how did you get started? When did it all start for you? Actually, in Cleveland, okay, uh, our family split from the Jewel Dominion. Okay. And I didn't know the reason or why. Mm-hmm. And um, Elder Hodge was our pastor. Okay. And then uh, Bishop Keith sent 
uh, Bishop Harrison down. Okay. To uh, uh, check on us. Mm-hmm. Since we had left the jewel and went to the Keith Dominion, okay. I knew nothing about the Keith Dominion. Wow. Because all I knew was about jewel. That's where I raised up, was raised up at. Right. All I knew was Lorenzo uh, um, music, that band. I Lorenzo thought Harrison, best band um, uh, that I could ever hear Okay. Uh, at that time. And then uh, El Hodge, we were in a storefront. They had okay. no music. So she bought a guitar. And um, they gave it to me. I went only, I'd never played before. So I went in the room, uh, the kitchen, and got a knife and started trying to play it with a knife. And my mother Wait, said, on. he's not going to play this. And plus, I was much, much shorter. And then my cousin, uh, Maynard, knife. My, uh, my cousin Maynard got the uh, guitar. His fingers was long enough because he was tall. And he started learning okay. how to play that. Then my mother went to the pawn shop. Uh, and got me a Rickenbacker six string and that's when I started learning how to play and already knew how to tune it well back then they called it Vasquez so we started learning how to play like that and then uh, um, back then you know we had those tapes before the tapes we had to remember and so we go here I still we still went to Jewel uh, church and visit because okay. we had a hard time transitioning. Okay. And uh, um, and then uh, half my yeah, family was there. Mm-hmm. And so I would go visit them, and, and then we hear Lorenzo, Harvey, and Bishop Burns on the drum. Harvey was the lead player, so all the lead players that you hear play now, um, right. uh, um, well, that's where Harvey Jones is the one who started that lead because that's what he played behind Lorenzo Harris. Okay. Yeah, and so, and then when I started learning, uh, um, that was in 56, I believe. Then in 57, Bishop Harrison came. Uh, We had a lot of games in Cleveland. So when we come out of school for the summer, uh, Bishop Harrison asked, could me and Maynard go with him for the summer? Okay. And so, uh, Bishop Harrison's son, Starlin. You remember him? Yes, I do. Okay, Starlin played steel and lead. At that time, okay. I played steel and lead. Maynard played bass and lead. And wow. so, we teamed up and we practiced. And our first stop was in Kentucky. Oh, I can't think of the name of the town. Little town, little town in Kentucky. Okay. And we would play there, and that's how we started learning how to play on the road. Wow. So uh, Bishop Harrison said, well, you know, this will help you all out, and that kept us out of tr- trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, and so back then, he ran revivals, uh, fixed churches. We would help fix churches. We would help set up the tent. This is a matter of time now. Right. We would put up the tents, and then during Bishop Keith time, uh, me, Walter Wooding, uh, James Wooding, uh, let's yeah. see, I was on Steel and Lee. Okay. Stalin and I would switch up. And then Maynard would be on bass. Walter Wooding would play uh, piano. 
and uh, James Woody would play drums, and we were the band for the assemblies down here in Georgia. Um, and then, um, what, what uh, years? What years was this? This might have been '68. Man, I mean uh, not '68, but '58. Uh, wow. '58 and '59. Wow. And we would play from Barnesville to uh, all over. Back then, they had churches all over Georgia. But they had five bishops that have an assembly at the same time in one place. Okay. And so that's how we started. This, So everyone that is that is watching right now on Facebook, um, whether you've seen Calvin live, you've seen him in church, um, where, wherever you've met Calvin, if you know Calvin, we're, we're getting a history lesson on on not only how he started playing but the fact that so calvin calvin they built tents before they actually had service Calvin just didn't show up with his guitar and and just and just strike and and, and other band members striking up a tune they were oh, working right well a lot of time well uh, uh every year this was an ongoing thing when we were teenagers and um uh okay. we would go to Dania, Florida, I remember this so well that uh, Bishop Harrison was the carpenter by trade. Okay. So wherever they had churches that need fixing, they would call him and we would go with him. And uh, we okay. would, then he built churches. And like wow. in uh, Augusta, we would build a certain part of the church. Um, uh, uh, Dania, he would fix the roof, and I remember Ella Vines would fix the, those Garcia sauces and rice, and we get that. <laughs> and then, yes, then sir. at night, we would play for the service. So I never forgot that. And then wow. uh, in Alabama, we would help set up the tent, place the chairs, and play for it, the, the revival. Every night, they would leave it up for about a week. We play there a week, take the tent down and uh, clean up the place and go to the next place. We would do that all summer long. And then when he had to go and build, uh, Bishop Keith and them asked him to go and um, uh, uh, build a church. Uh, Not build a church, but build a certain part onto it. We'd go help him and uh, we would have to carry the cinder blocks Back then, they used a lot of cinder blocks. And we would carry them. He sure. showed us how to make up the mud. He said he would pay us like he was the regular people, but we never did get it, but we did it anyway. And um, uh, But we learned a lot. We learned about a lot about trade, mm-hmm. uh, about the, the church. Uh, back then, the church was so spiritual and strong yeah. that at night, uh, Wednesday was like a Sunday. Friday night was like a Sunday. Yeah. When Sunday came, it, it was like a blowout. It was heaven. <laughs> yeah. It was heaven. It was heaven. Wow. Yes. There are a lot of young musicians that, that follow you, Calvin, that follow both of us. And um, I, I really, um, I know that you have so much wisdom to share there are a lot of things inside and outside of church as far as being a musician that, that I'm sure that you can uh, um, impart to them 
anything you want to share with a lot of these young musicians that are coming up? Well, I know coming up, we learn how to fast. Mm. Um, Somebody type that. <laughs> type that in the uh, note. Um, um, I knew, well, coming up then, um, being around Bishop Keith, mm-hmm. first, uh, uh, we got to know her real close. Okay. Because we we uh, played for her. And then, uh, first, I was afraid of her. Because when you look at her and look in her eyes, it's like she's looking through you. And uh, it was hard to just look at her. You turn your head. And but then we got used to her and found out she was funny. Uh, she was serious. And there were times where she just hold a regular conversation with us. Um, okay. um, during that time, I found out that she, her son, prop, she would have him to take us to a store there in Chattanooga where she had a card or, or mm-hmm. credit okay. and let us buy what we wanted. Then later on down the line, I found out that she was sending my our mother's money for for us wow. playing. Uh, we really didn't need money because we had everything we wanted on the road, and uh, and then playing for her and being around her, we would ask her to uh, pray for our hands. And uh, one day, I think we were in Bondsville. Okay. And uh, we were playing, and I remember her asked me to get up and go in the room. I, I thought I had done something wrong uh, or something, <laughs> which we might have. And um, when I got in the room, I heard Bishop Harrison, uh, Bishop Fletcher, at the time, Man Fletcher, mm-hmm. uh, elder, uh, some elders that would come down from New York. Uh, they all anointed my hands and everything and after that looked like it was a difference because she said she saw something different in me and uh, I didn't realize at the time uh, how deep that thing was and then then a lot of times Stalin, Maynard and I would get up and uh, when they have prayer we get in line and go get our hands prayed for and whatnot. so after that I start learning it out, learning before I go to the general assembly or an assembly, I would learn how to fast and I would go on a three-day fast. I can't do it now like I used to, but back then I'd go on a three-day fast and um, uh, that God would just bless me to be humble, just to play, uh, whatever he felt. And uh, God blessed us. But then there was one time um, we I was on the road with Bishop Harrison and people would tell me every day or every time we played oh you boys played good so we had left uh, Georgia got to Knoxville okay Bishop Harrison had assembly in um, um, Alcor okay I was I, um, so we we were playing and the people weren't shouting like we were used to okay and in my mind I said what's wrong with these people we playing, we playing our heart out. And that was my attitude. Wow. Like I had got the big head that I knew we were playing. And I can't remember the, the preacher's name. Mm-hmm. Old lady come up to me during the offering time. Okay. She said, Calvin, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but don't get exalted. 
Wow. Don't get the big head. Wow. And, and boy, look like, man, and several other stuff she told me. Man, look like I broke down and I couldn't hardly play that day. And uh, from then on, I vowed I'll never let that happen to me again because you don't know who God has who can sense where you are mentally and physically. Because back then, people would come and tell us, uh, um, some would say, oh, you played beautiful, this and that. And then you got some people out there that you don't realize who listen to music and right. would tell you, you missed this or you didn't do that right. Or they would say, I don't like your music and who they like and whatever. So we had to live through that. And then I remember Bishop Harrison said, these are the things that help you to grow. If they don't like your music, you don't dislike them for it. You pray and ask God to bless you even stronger That's and right. make you better because you take those things and use them to make you more spiritually stronger in what you're doing. You're not going to please everybody. That's right. Everybody's not going to like your music or like you. Some are claim they're like you, but they will not. They won't. Just want to be friends with you. And the more you grow, the worse things get for you, but wow. you have to be strong. And so I had we we had to learn those lessons from Bishop Keith, Bishop Harrison, and then uh, when we got with Bishop Jenkins, he was more on the educational side of telling us to you know get your education. If you play music, get your education in music and whatnot. So each one of them had something that they contribute to us. So um, I was just blessed to from a kid. I grew up with a lot of generations where some kids come up now and say, Calvin, my mother used to talk about you, my grandmother. I said, who's your grandmother? Then I realized, okay, we grew up together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's This, this is amazing. I, I hope everyone that is listening and watching um, that you're, you're, I don't know if you're taking notes or if you're just gleaning from the, the wisdom that Calvin is, is sharing right now and all the history that he's sharing right now with us. This is this is rich. This is very rich. In a day where in in a day that we're going through the things that we're we're going through, it's amazing that our instrument is it's really funny. And predominantly, you see a lot of when you know most of Americans seen steel players, um, especially pedal steel players. They likened it to country music and um, even Hawaiian music. Yeah, but to take this instrument that I'm talking to Calvin Cook, who's one of the legends. Uh, of the instrument in 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 the house of God wherever established church of the living God wherever this wherever it's established Calvin is one of the ones that has been there since day one um and and he said what four four administrations yeah this is so much history that you that you have and and the wisdom that you're sharing with us today is is priceless and um I I just want to admonish all of the young musicians out here glean off of what he he he's saying a lot of a lot of what we do we think we're doing something but i i don't think even even some of us as as ministers and preachers um when you when you have to travel somewhere build a tent build a sanctuary in which you're going to teach and play in for that particular week or that particular weekend or for however long that they were there to do all of this work 
And yet, and to be as successful and accomplished is amazing. And anoint, it speaks volumes. Um, <laughs> I um, I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. Yeah, I know we lost a we we lost a, a brother. Um, I lost a mentor. You lost a brother. Yeah, probably like a son to you. Uh, Derek Campbell was man. I I don't want to even start talking about him because I might get a little emotional about it because he he was he was that guy to uh, the the younger I, I should say the younger guys in my generation um, because Derek was kind of a big brother. Derek was the guy who kind of handed off. Um, in, if you will, when it came down to being the General Assembly drummer, yeah. um, oh, I remember Derek was the guy who came after. Yeah, that Derek. They, a lot of people don't remember when Derek was. He was the General Assembly drummer. Um, you know, doing right, right after, or doing the time where Dillard was playing and Derek yeah. Campbell, and that's when I came along and I, I learned. I gleaned under Derek and, and, and watched him even as a steel player. So we, we share so much history with that. And he's, he is so missed. Um, do you have any stories or do, do you know, what, what are your fond memories of Gary? Um, we traveled together and toured together in Europe. We had a lot of fun playing together here. Uh, Jen and I and the Campbell brothers, we all toured together playing mm -hmm. all over Europe. Uh, we were in, I want to say, Holland. Okay. And uh, the the people that uh, the show we was playing for that night took us out to dinner, if I'm not mistaken. And they, they told us that the they want to hear our music in person because they mm -hmm. were studying the teaching the, the Keith Doctrine in okay. Holland at the college. And okay. they were trying to teach the music, but they wanted to come and hear the music exactly themselves in its true form. Okay. And uh, I never forgotten that, that our music had got all over Europe where they start coming out and Derek, boy, he cut up. Really? <laughs> he cut up, boy. When his time come uh, to play, he showed he out. Yeah, and everywhere else, that we went and with the Slide Brothers and different places. So we had a close relationship. Matter of fact, the two weeks before he died, he called me to check on me, see if I how I was doing, if I, I needed anything mm -hmm. and to, to let him know. And um, I just had a tough time with that because I couldn't believe this happened to him. No. So, um, we always talked, and then we traveled a lot here in the States together, right. playing with the Slide Brothers, and that was so much fun, eating, laughing, talking, joking, and uh, it, it, it's just such fond memories of us being together. It's like one thing about this church coming up, I was more closer to them than some in my family, and that's how we came up together. Because we slept together, talked together, share hurt things together, personal things together, and whatnot. And and uh, he'd be surely missed because he was more like a um, um a, a brother to me. Because there are times when I was younger, I would spend Christmas with them, and then they would come to my house and stay a week or so, a few days, wow. and whatever they wanted to, and. 
that's the way it was. And I do the same with them. Wow. That's incredible. Alexis, Alexis is in the comments and she wanted to let you know that she has something for you. And she, oh, she okay. sent her love to you. She's tell her, tell her I send my love and I'm sorry I couldn't reach her to tell her about her father, but I am so grateful to her for that. Tell her thank you so much. I will. I'm and I'll make sure after we get off live, I'll connect you to. I'll make sure you're connected. Okay. All right, good. But yeah, we we have so many so many memories um, of Derek with Derek and and uh, <clears throat> it's it's that will never be forgotten. A lot of the young musicians. It was amazing how many uh, musicians. Um, the last time I was talking to Robert um, last week, yeah, and um, how many people reached out and and we just started sharing fond memories of just how it was. You know, when we were growing up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll talk to you when we, when I was growing up in the church, and I said it when I was talking to Robert, and you said it earlier. All we had was our ears. All you know, we we would just yes. listen. Yes. We would listen to what you yes. guys did. You know, Nashville was the pinnacle place where things happened. And when when you guys lay lay stuff down in Nashville, we went back home to our our, our hometowns, yeah. trying to emulate. Trying yeah. to trying to you know hang on to those nuggets that we learned in that short two week time that we were with you guys in in Nashville and that something that I miss yeah. I, I miss that uh, and and I, I'll tell you a lot of the young musicians don't realize how much of a legacy that now, was. For, I'm, I'm going to tell you a lot of people may not know it, but um, Ted and I used to play the General Assembly together. We back up each other before musicians come in. Wait, wait, wait. You backed up. Okay, so when you say you backed up, so Ted would play. He would play Steel uh, that night, and I would uh, back him up. Wow. On my Steel. Wow. So y'all played together. Two legends in a general assembly playing Uh, together. uh, Playing together. And then when the weekend come, other musicians come in because then... uh, we never missed uh, none of the uh, sessions. And mm-hmm. uh, this is what we would do. Work together. And and then wow. before that, uh, I'm going to tell you who the big drummers were. Uh, um, okay. Uh, Ella Robinson out of Rochester, New York. And uh, Price. Reverend Price. They were the two yep. big drummers back then when I was young. Because we were used to play and take the music from the church to the tent, back to the okay. church every day. Wow. wow. Then when Ted came, things changed. Him and I started trading off every night. Okay. And that was one of the best times to me because when he got through playing, I would go home and say, oh my goodness, how in the <laughs> world? Can I go behind this man and play the next night? Right. Actually, it would it would uh, it would get me, you know. Right. And right. I try to pray, and then my mother said, "Look, you just do the best you can with what God gives you." But it still yeah. didn't work. But it would go away once I sat out and played, and then God would bless me. But then the next night, Ted come back. Say, man, how did this guy do it? And we did like that for years. 
And that was one of the best wow. times. I miss those days um, uh, yeah. where him and I played like that with each other. And uh, man, that, that was one of the best times I've ever had. Yeah. And because then when he plays stuff, I listen to a certain thing that I like. And then uh, I would try to copy it, but mm-hmm. then I would change it into my way right. and play it. And But then I would work, wait, and he would do the same thing. There was certain times we would wait when a spiritual time come, God give you a tune during that time, something to right. play. And it's like, God just worked with you while you playing at that time. And uh, I miss that. I miss being encouraged. And he was one of those big guys that I was really uh, encouraged to play behind when it come my time to play. Wow. Because he encouraged me and made me want to play. Wow. Wanna, it's like playing basketball. Uh, um, uh, like maybe LeBron James or somebody like that, and you want to match him, then <laughs> it's the way we played. I want to, hey, I want to be be just as good as he was or right. better. <laughs> you know, so he pushed me to play and, 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 and to fast mm-hmm. that God would bless me but in the humble way that we work together and we got along with that. Man, this is rich. I don't this, see that anymore. I don't, I don't hear that anymore. But you know, I, I don't. Uh, I'm glad they're hearing it from you. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad they're hearing it from you because, um, you know, we're, we, we live in a day where a lot of musicians, a lot of singers, um, and, yeah. and I would even dare say preachers for that matter is the animosity that goes on. You know, this is my, my way of doing things. This is our way of doing things. And yeah, to be able yeah. to share a platform yeah. or share a service and share yeah. your gifts to back each other up. Like I, I want a lot yeah. of you guys, especially my sacred steel pickers and, and just my fellow musicians who played a, who, who who know other good musicians like Ted and Calvin played together. Yeah. Like can can y'all just let like just let that marinate for a second. Introducing Affirm It, the heart and soul of Dante's Harmony, a project designed to rewire your subconscious mind with daily affirmations that breathe positivity into your life. Available for purchase on iTunes and Amazon and streaming across all digital platforms. Affirm It is your daily dose of inspiration, making each day a canvas of potential. But why stop there? Elevate your affirmation journey with our exclusive line of merchandise. From journals to pillows, mugs to coasters, each piece is a reminder of your commitment to positivity and growth. Visit DanteHarmon.com to discover more and join Dante's Harmony community. Embrace the power of positivity words and make them a part of your every day. With Dante's Harmony and Affirm It, transform your mindset, your day, and ultimately your life. Set the foundation for each other. They backed each other. They supported each other. Yes. That is a huge ordeal. And um, if we can just take a little bit of that, just a little bit of that, and 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 bring that back to the front, you know, we, we would probably go far because... I'm looking at you, Calvin. Set at 76, you, you don't you don't look it, 
and, and God has sustained you it. all these years. Say it again. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you too, um, uh, we had some of the best lead players that I played with. Okay. Larry Taylor. Wow. Uh, him and I, and then before Larry Taylor, uh, Elder Brown out of South Carolina. You remember Brown who played the organ? Yes, His I do. Father. His wow. father used to play with us. And then Larry Taylor, uh, uh, Taylor. Kenny Ellis. Kenny Ellis. One of the best ones I played with. Uh, wow. The best bass player, um, uh, Chicago Boys. Uh, uh, um, 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 the Lee Boy, um, my memory, I know who I'm Alvin, Alvin Lee, Alvin, Alvin Lee. Mm-hmm. And so, those were the guys that I enjoyed playing with at that time. And then, then, uh, uh, then, uh, uh um, Harry, uh, became one of my favorite, Jay, and uh, and uh, Ivan. Okay. Because we had a uh, connection. When you That's play, right. you got to play with somebody that has discipline and a spiritual connection with you. Well, that's, those are two nuggets. Hold on, let me let me stop you, Calvin. Discipline and a spiritual connection. Right. Did I get that? That it's it's good to connect with musicians who have discipline and a spiritual right. connection. Keep going, right. Calvin. And. You gotta have a uh, 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 special insight on who's playing and how mm-hmm. they play. And like like Ivan, he know how to play the drums. That when he hears a certain sound, once he hears it and you go around again, he know how to match or to stop. Right. Or when you take a break, he know this is when I take a break. Or the lead player, or the bass player. Right. And then, not only that, you got to let them uh, uh, shine also. Because if a guy can pick, you got to let him let him pick a little bit. Pick <laughs> to break the monotony up, not just you playing the steel. Right. You know, but when service is going, then uh, everybody now wants to leave. Right. Everybody wants to continue to play fast. Everybody wants everybody to jump. But then you got to stop and play something that's peaceful. Right. Settle people down. You don't know what they're going through with. Yeah. Pick a song, something that would touch the whole church. Uh, that you, that would um, demonstrate, Calvin. Can you trade a song that just pop up in your head right now? That that if you were, we were in a service and and you you want to kind of slow things down, something to 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 bring their hearts and minds in. What would okay, you say? If we plan.
And that's the stuff you have to do is settle them down. And then if yeah. you ever leave, let him lead a little bit too. Right. right. Don't you take it all. Most guys now don't know how to lead. And on the on on the uh, uh, um, um, on the uh, rhythm guitar, some of mm-hmm. them. But uh, you have to let them be a part of it and, and whatnot. Right. And there are occasions where I allowed the bass. Hey, man, you take it. And uh, and and you have to break the monotony. And another thing too, I find a lot of young guys be practicing while preachers are talking. Wow. While people are talking. They're practicing and playing, and uh, some I feel like is a little disrespectful because you want them to hear that person. I've done it. I, I, I've done it. So I'm not telling them not to do something I hadn't done. Right. I've done it. We all and have. they would tell me, okay, like uh, one bishop, when you just playing with just with no amp on, mm-hmm. he could still hear it, and it made him where he couldn't hardly say what he was saying. Right. And so you have to let that person have that moment. Right. You know, and 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 you just lay back. Right. And not let the people hear you the whole time doing service when you're not playing at your regular appointed time, you're still right. practicing. Right. And whatnot. You know, you just stop and just enjoy the rest of the service. Just like, right. you know, without practicing all doing the the whole sermon. And then you gotta watch people, especially the bishops. Everybody's different. You have to watch the service. When you playing, you got to know when to stop. At a spiritual time, know when to play a certain song, like if it's a modern song that's coming up now that they do, then you learn that and play that. They allow you a certain time. Some will cut you off because they want to talk, but you have to you have to uh, uh, realize that this is what they do. And right. then if some see the spirit going in while you're playing, they'll let you go, you know. But during right. that time slot, do what mm-hmm. you can and then come out of it, you know. Because I, I, if I shot all the time, I'll be tired. Matter of fact, I, I get tired quick. No, nah, anyway. Right. So I just want to hear something smooth and nice and praise him <laughs> and watching the people praise right. him. And right. this is what I want. This is what I want yeah. after service. Yeah, this is good. This yeah. this is so good. This is so rich. I hope um, you all have um, uh, enjoyed what Calvin uh, Calvin really just just gave us a free history lesson, uh, if you will, a free uh, music lesson, if you will, to a lot of our young musicians. Um, before we before we stop, Calvin, I, I don't want to keep you forever because we can talk. We can do this all no night. <laughs> uh, let's. I, I want to talk a little bit about um, your your um, album Heaven. That's one of my favorite one of my favorite um, albums that you did. Um, you. Heaven. Uh, what are your what What are some of your favorite cuts? I know one of mine's is uh, Help Me Make It Through. Yeah. And uh, Motor City Motor City Preaching Man. <laughs> uh, signs of the Judgment. <laughs> wow. You the list the list goes on and on. Um, I even remember, and and I I'm, I'm taking you back, and I'm sure you remember. Um, and I'm I'm so looking forward to uh, to to talking uh, more about this with the Campbell brothers. But with um, 
they did an album called The Chosen Few. You remember that album? Oh man, I remember that. <laughs> we was in the attic at Chuck's house then, I think. Yes. I never forget. Matter of fact, I was just looking at that the other day. Yep. <laughs> wow. My dad on bass, you. Yeah. Of course, the Campbell brothers, you all had a, a, a plethora of singers. And um, it was just a nice, nice, nice album. You did I Feel the Light on that. And it was it was so nice. The arrangement, everything. Wow. It, it was just it, it was just you. But but tell me about your album. What it I, I know you you pretty much written all your songs and yeah. um, the arrangements came from you. Um tell tell me about how, how all this stuff came to be. Actually, Robert called me and said, Hey man, uh I'm gonna produce an album for you. Get wow. all your songs together mm -hmm. and we're gonna do it in Detroit. So he found a studio downtown. Okay. I walked past that place all the time and never knew it was there. Wow. And uh, uh, so we went there and we recorded the album. Uh, um, uh, Harvey, I mean, uh, uh, um, uh, Jay, Jay, Ivan, and myself right. uh, did the work on it. And uh, um, so that's how that became. And Robert liked the songs. Wow. And uh, uh, and that's how that uh, became. And so we toured off of that for a good while, the three of us. And then Grace was singing with us, too. So we toured for a long, long time and uh, yeah. went a lot of places uh, off those songs. And we had a good time, man. And that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Calvin, listen, I, I'm I'm enjoying this. This is this is so rich. Um, we're, we're going to do some more stuff. Um, I probably, I'm going to bring probably some more musicians on. That'd be nice. Next, That'd be the nice. Next time we do this yeah. and maybe we do more demonstrations, have you a, a lead, one of your favorite lead players, one yeah. of your favorite drummers <laughs> and, and bass players. And, and we, we just do, we do some shedding online. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would love to do that, but I wanted to bring you on to share you um, you, you've not only been like a father figure to me, but, uh, but a mentor, you, you, you know, my family, so you, you've known me probably before I was even born. Oh yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, so, you. It's an honor. And, and, Thank um, you for having me. I enjoyed you and Robert last week. It was so inspiring. And, uh, um, um, I talked to Ted the other day and he heard a piece of it and he was encouraged and he enjoyed it. And I told Robert how much I enjoyed it. Because a lot of people don't know uh, what we did, how we did, and what we came up as far as the uh, church's musicians That's right. and whatnot. And uh, um, and it's great to tell your story. Um, it hadn't been easy all the time, but we lived no. through it. And we learned to keep right on going. And... and um, we take this same feeling when we're playing out and we find out how much uh, people really need God and how much um, they enjoy what we do. But through it all, uh, I'm still here. I'm still with my church. I still love our people. Amen. And if I done made it through the rough time, I might as well stay until I leave, until That's God right. take me. So That's right. I'm too old to go anywhere else now. So <laughs> I'll be right here. But Calvin, uh, you still I'm working it, and doing the best I can. 
You still got it. You still, you still have Thank it. You. I, I told Robert last week. Um, every time I watch you, I'm learning something new. You, you know, <laughs> you, you, you amaze me. You do every time. Wow. You, you, you amaze me by something you do. Well, thank I'm you. Learning, I'm always gleaning from something that you do, and um, I want to encourage all musicians and and you know, follow follow that you not so much want to imitate, but but you you acknowledge that is 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 greater than where you are and has been where you are, and it's something that you can glean from from them to to help you yeah, and, better where you are. And all the musicians play from their heart. Yes. You know, uh, um, uh, and and uh, one thing, don't be afraid to share mm. because God shared with you. Wow. He didn't close his hand on giving you your talent. So don't close yeah. your hand on helping somebody else. And uh, if they like your tune, let them have it because God gave you other tunes to replace that. Wow. And I learned to do that. Uh, Bobby Tolliver taught me a lot about being patient, understanding. He's the t- uh, um, he used to be one of the musicians that played in the Keith Dominion back then, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he spent a lot of time with me, helping me to settle down and uh, um, watch the church, um, watch it spiritually, uh, watch the bishops, because you got the ones mm-hmm. that are in charge. They have certain movements that they do certain hand things that mm-hmm. they and whatnot. so a lot of things when you're playing you got to watch and and um, just pay attention but then when your time comes be spiritual and strong and prayerful that somebody be touched from your music and uh, you'll go a long ways yes I really enjoyed this thanks for having me and uh, we encourage somebody and um, talking about all the old musicians, I really miss them. I really yes. miss the old good times that we all used to have together. I do and too. It's not the same, but we still here trying to help each other. And I realize I'm my time. I'm, I'm I'm slowing up. It's not the same. A big generational thing now. But I'm grateful to God for blessing me to be a part of the church a part of the music scene and blessing me to go all over the world to play this music and uh, they have a lot of people that encouraged us in our church to uh, stick by us and uh, uh, and be prayerful with us and I yeah. appreciate that yeah. yeah well Calvin we're I'm grateful I, I, I probably could sing the sentiments of everybody that's watching um, there's so many people uh, that are watching right now, and um, wow. I'm just honored that um, they, they 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 share the same same sentiments. And you've been you've been that to us and more. Well, thank you so much. I, I didn't much. know that, but it's it's an oh, honor. Absolutely, and I am so grateful uh, to each and all the musicians, and to all of us. Uh, let's pray for each other. Let's stand together and work close together with each each other and help each other because oh, they right. uh, we can learn from the young ones and the young ones can learn from us so we can all be better and what right. we're doing yeah that is right that is right thank you calvin right, i, I thank can't you. thank you enough you you've been there you've been a foundation and robert said it he said it he said it last week 
you know, your style, you, you know, just the, the things that you do, the precedence that you set, you've laid a foundation. Thank for, you so much. For all of us. And, and we're still learning from you. you. You've taught us. You've been a great example to us. Mistakes and all. Mistakes and all. You've been a great example to me. And um, I'm, I'm just so glad that um, even before my grandfather passed away, you got a chance to, 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 to spend some time with your buddy. <laughs> he, I'm, he I'm, so, I'm so honored. Man, he, he was more than just a friend. We had a bond, a close, close bond uh, ever since I was a teenager. And I didn't realize that bond yeah. would last all these years until he passed. Well, and yeah. I'm missing. Man, listen, I'm, I was, I I think I surprised him more than I surprised you, <laughs> you know, yeah. being there with him. Because he, when, when, when he came to the house, he didn't want you to leave. I never saw my grandfather follow anybody to the car to man, see them off. Man. But you. <laughs> man, I loved him, boy. He I, loved I you. always missed him. And when I saw him that time, I was so happy. Uh, just to be with him, mm-hmm. and then we go over old times. <laughs> and I'm glad I was a be my brother, part of that. and I was so glad that he's been a part of my life and mm-hmm. whatnot. And it, it, it meant a great deal to me. Well, he you meant a great deal to him. We, my brother Rico just wrote, he said, Pig love him some cow, <laughs> <laughs> and I loved him. And I can't leave your grandmother out. Because boy, she would fix us some food, and me and him would sit in there and uh, watch baseball, watch whatever sport, and we eat. Yes. And man, I'm telling you, your grandmother catered to us, and and nobody but me and him sit in that room. I loved it. He surely missed the fellowship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, man, I this, loved it, boy. Well, he he, he loved you, and and we love you. We love you, and, and and I just want to say thank you for coming on. Um, not you. only sharing, just sharing your wisdom, uh, sharing your knowledge. Um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Calvin Cook. This is Calvin Cook. Um, I really appreciate you.